3: Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free terms of supply. See mcdonalds.com. Prize picks as daily fantasy sports made easy. How does it work? You pick two to six players and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. Didn't get your picks in before the game started? No problem. You can get in the game for the second half. Sign up today using promo code FOOTBALL and get your first deposit instantly matched up to $100. Go to prizepicks.com or download the mobile app and enter code FOOTBALL to get your deposit match. Some restrictions do apply. See the website for details.
4: Leicester City have a penalty kick in the 6th minutes of injury time. injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Knockout takes. Almedia saves. Knockout version, and saves again. And now what? Won-
5: And there's, there's some people. So, for example, um, Darren, quick. Thanks for the message. He says, whilst it has to be within the rules, it has to be an angry protest. When was the last time you were so angry you waved a bit of fucking tissue in the air? Darren, you have a fair point. Well put and well made. My point is this. It is a visual representation that shows that that people are discontented. It is nothing more than that. It would have to be a part to try to bring other people along and try to go for it. it's just a suggestion and if, if you've got a better suggestion sir please do it but i do i did really enjoy it. when was the last time you were so fucking angry you waved a piece of tissue paper around it's a fair point well made Stephen atkinson said, um uh, justin you got a bit of background noise if there's you just pop on mute for me a second uh, said uh here, here's how to do it one buy a white shirt a white t-shirt two get a black marker pen three write so out in capitals on the shirt Four, put shirt on. Five, put Watford shirt on over it. Six, on 10 minutes, take your Watford shirt off, thus revealing your Potso out shirt. There you go, everybody. That's the way you do it. I like that. His next comment was, can't see the stewards strip searching every single fan going into the ground. It's This is, this is very fair and very reasonable. I think the idea should be to coordinate something in some way, shape, or fashion. It's uh, It makes entire sense. Rob, 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 Rob C. Rob, uh, uh, it's... Yeah. index Jesus i love that that's wonderful so what are your thoughts
1: <laughs> i was uh, i was thinking about the long, the big picture here we far are away. the net the net debt or sorry the gross debt of this club is 139 million pounds at the last accounts 138 uh, but that's yeah. me being a pet yep gary no, um a third of all the clubs in this division have sacked their manager essentially because it's a division that panics because the financial situation of most of the clubs is worrying mm-hmm. yep. we are most worrying This club has now been panicking since the first relegation. You know, we've sacked, what, nine or 10 managers over that period. This is a club without a strategy. It's a club whose debt is now worrying. The valuation of the club goes down and down. You know, the reason that Gino Pozzo sacked Edwards, you know, there's there's a question as to whether it wasn't Gino's man and and the issues with Scott Duxbury. But he sacked Edwards because he, you know, we cannot bear not getting promoted because Mm -hmm. he cannot sell this club. In the championship with the debt we've got and and do okay out of it. 70 million pounds worth of the debt, I think, is to him. So we're in trouble. And I don't think, you know, we've talked about the one of the previous speakers talked about the, the fall in the last three years. I don't think we have seen the fall yet, sadly, because this debt is is really worrying. We have no strategy. It's it's unclear what we can do to move on. There are there are a lot of very, very poor players at this club. We cannot spend money. There is no way there's going to be big money spent in January to improve the, the areas that are struggling, and I can only really see it getting darker or worse unless Pozo sells. And the big other thing that affects the valuation is is you know the the emotional side of it. It is impossible to really get attached to this club at the moment because any character you get attached to is gone. You know we sell and sign half a squad every summer, we lose three coaches a year, and it's it's almost impossible to, to really fall in love in the same way that I did when I was a kid. And I really think that the that the financial situation and the complete lack of strategy and panic that the owners are going through is alarming, really alarming.
0: Superb
5: stuff, Rob. No, absolutely, I agree with you wholeheartedly. It, it, uh, people are going to have differences of opinions on this, but we're talking about a club that the, the majority of the people who are on this uh, are, on this basis are you know deeply care about it. I appreciate there's a few from up the road according to <laughs> according to some of the notes on here, but. Um, yeah, absolutely, Rob. Superb call. Thank you very much indeed for for coming on. Uh, I'm going to go across now to another Rob, just to uh, just to confuse everybody. Rob Sterry, if you want to hit the, uh... oh, there you go. You're already there, Rob. Rob, go on <laughs> far away, sir. What do, you, what do you want to add to the uh, to the melting pot? are going to come to hey. JK and Robbie's.
6: Hey guys, how you doing?
5: Yeah, it's it's one of those nights, isn't it? But generally speaking, very well, sir. Thank you very much, and hope you're well too. What, what do you make of this uh,
6: this malarkey? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, while I agree with John to some extent, I think the one thing I disagree with is you know, asking for Pozzo to change, I don't think is, is really going to happen. I think for me, the big issue, and people have talked about this, is culture. And culture doesn't change by replacing a manager or by replacing players. It really comes from right at the top and instilled throughout the club. And so mm-hmm. I, I just really think that that culture, you know, bringing in the players that Buyat brings in, the, the model, the way that we've functioned over the last few years really has to change. And We've also, yeah, I've also heard many people mention the, you know, the Grimsby debacle and Petrie out back in '94. Even through yeah. the hard times with the ITV digital collapse and you know the players taking pay cuts and just really struggling, I've never felt as sad and frustrated and angry as I felt just seeing the last few weeks and the start of the season. It's just been horrible, and I, uh, I think, yeah, it just has to change all the way from the top down.
3: I think you make a a very, very good point there. I mean, I've been going since 85, and this is the first time that I've ever felt, oh, my God, I've had enough. I've had enough. This is just crap. It it really is in, what's that, sort of nearly 40 years of going. It's just soul-destroying.
6: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was nine or ten years old with the the, the Petchy out, you know, when that that all took place. And I remember sitting in the family stand, and I was actually pretty excited as a nine, ten-year-old kid seeing all these fans running up and, shouting at the owner to get out. It was kind of an exciting thing. Whereas now I'm just angry. Like, I'd love to see that again, just the the protests against the, the Pozos, whether it, you know, I'm not ask, asking for people to storm the director's box, but I think we do need to be vocal. I think with the other thing, my other point that I was going to make is I think we need to be united. Um, Very much. My, so. my, my second point was going to be, you know, the supporters trust came out on the 26th of September with a statement. It was, I mean, it, you know, I, I don't think it was, it didn't really do too much. I think it was a, hey, we're going to have some conversations. We'll come back to the fans and let them know what our stance is. I really like to hear what their stance is because now is when we need that united front from a supporters' perspective. And for me, that's what they so, you know, that's the whole charter of Watford Supporters Trust. So I'd really like to know what it is they plan to do. Can we get behind them? I, I mentioned on um, the Sunday service that you know I'm not a member. But I'm not going to become a member until I know what it is they're trying to achieve and what they're trying to, um, you know, how we can help. Um, but I think, you know, really, we need this united front. We can't have these different pockets of fans asking for different things, going in different directions. I think as a fan base, collectively, we need to send the right message to, to, the, to the ownership.
5: Well said, sir. Um, without letting daylight in upon magic, I spoke to uh, the, the gentleman who is in charge of, or current chair, of of the trust about a week or so ago. No names, no pack drill about it. But I would suggest watch this space because I know that what what he is trying to do is is kind of re-energize, shall we say, the Watford trust and make it make it fit for purpose in twenty twenty two and work out what it needs to be and 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 so that it's truly representative. So I I think things will come along. It might take a little longer than any what any of us would would wish because it's not an immediate kind of kick kickstart kind of return in terms of it. But uh, your point about trying to bring everybody united is, is exactly uh, the the idea i think uh, completely um Right or RP England 1990, said Gimps, a lot of you. How long have you been a Watford fan? Ups and downs being a Watford fan. Get a grip, you self-entitled, and then I won't use the word that he used. So you probably know what it is, because we use most other words on here. Sean, WSC, Sean said, you seem angry. Do you need to vent about Gen Pozzo as well? I don't know. He may be from, uh, he, he may not even be a Watford fan, I don't know, but uh, he, he may well be, and just feel that we're, we're, we're being overkill. In which case, you know, fine, that's your opinion, so that that that's super. Right, let's get on. Rob, thank you very much. to Both Rob there great stuff great uh, uh, great insight and great thoughts let's come to jk thank you everybody who who has waited so long jk i'm just adding you in you should hopefully be able to hit your mic button and uh, let us know your thoughts on the day and
7: uh, yeah so uh, so there's two kind of primary points i would like to make one is um, regarding the fans i think there needs to be a real discussion in regards to how culpable or not culpable the fans are for allowing this to happen i mean we seem to be stuck in this sort of stockholm syndrome due to past owners and we're unable <laughs> to move past the fact that we have had bad owners in the past and that's somehow stopping us from from moving forward and you know perhaps opening us to brand new possibilities you know so and there there seems to be this thing about Watford fans for example just you know anecdotally the guy who I used to sit next to yesterday um last season with well, a season ago, you know uh, he had um a Chelsea uh player holding the Premier League as, as a screensaver and I know at least three people who are season ticket holders at Watford who are on waiting lists for Tottenham and Arsenal season tickets. And, you know, how are you ever going to get, you know, build up a movement when you have fans who are literally season ticket holders who don't really have Watford in their hearts? And, you know, to build onto that, I'm not sure if any of you have seen the statement that 1881 have put out, you know, saying um, regardless of what I personally think about the current situation, it would be a totally negative way to support the team if we did some sort of owners out thing. There seems to be a total reluctance by our organised fan group to actually do something. and And that seems to be what's, you know, not allowing the fans to unite. There's no leadership from the people who should be giving us leadership. And... A lot of the fans don't actually primarily seem to be Watford supporters. What I'm going to say about that is, if you if you
3: support other teams, right, and you've got a season ticket at Watford and you're still going, you're worse than us. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, no, exactly. <laughs> who would you know? We we go because we love the club, but if you don't even like Watford and you go and watching that, my God, you must be desperate. Well,
7: well, it was last season to be fair, and, uh, and uh, you know, I suppose a Premier League season, um, season ticket, but that's that that's half the problem. You know, we have people who just genuinely don't care and those people won't be season to ticket holders this season and, and they don't care what the Pozo does. So it's down for the hardcore fans to actually do something. And if the hardcore ultra group, if you want to call them ultras or whatever, are putting out statements saying that they think will be a negative reaction on the team to have an owners out thing, then we really have no hope.
5: Well, that's, if, if I just go back to the first bit, which is you know, kind of the, are the fans suffering from Stockholm syndrome? Stockholm syndrome for anybody who isn't aware, I'm sure most people are, is the uh, the, the syndrome where you fall in love with your kidnappers. Supposedly, but that's not quite the right kind of comparison because what it's suggesting is that actually what we what we do is we love our kidnappers this time because we've been kidnapped by several owners several times over the past and we're still we are worried about the previous people who kidnapped us. It's a little bit it's a little bit odd but I get I get your yeah. point. The, the the fact is that here we are we're trying to everybody is concerned about going back to you know the worry about Bassini. The honest truth is that not every and there will be future Watford owners who are not the Pozzos at some stage. We don't know when that will be it, the, the the likelihood of it being Basini specifically is I would suggest somewhere below nil percent. And the, the possibility of it being as bad as Bassini is also a 0%. We don't know who it is. If we go back to that 94 comment previously, because, uh, you know, John John Parslow for example, said, if, if I know who's coming in and I can see that that's good, then I would go, I, I might push in that regard.
7: So I actually... When, when,
5: um... when people... Sorry, mate, let me just finish this and then... I absolutely bet you, sorry, just want to get this bit out. When the director's box was stormed, there was no viable purchase... Or, or purchaser of Watford at that time but it communicated to him that actually this is this is a level of discontent and and some action it doesn't have to be violent doesn't have to be storming or any all, all of that that it's it's unhappy because it doesn't just send a message to them it also sends a message to other supporters, uh, the potential owners that actually, hold on, there's, there's something to go and rescue here, perhaps. JK, I'm so sorry, mate. I cut across you just to finish that up. What do you I'm want sorry. to say then?
7: Um, so I actually work in a sporting capacity for a club where something very similar happened. They had an owner who originally came in, was brilliant, and took them to the Scottish Cup final in 2012, which they, they won against their, their rivals 5-1, and then utterly imploded the club. You know, they went through relegation, they were almost liquidated. And what happened was you know, the fans bought them out. There's this thing called the foundation. So, so the the team is heart tournament. They are up in Scotland ah. you know, and, and, and they were became fan owned. The fans literally own them now. And if you look at them now, they've been to sit, since, since the owners um, left, they've been to three Scottish cup finals. They're playing in Europe. You know, I'm, um, I'm, I'm going to uh, Florence. They got a game against Fiorentina. So, Uh, In regards to the owner situation, you know, the supporters' trust can play a major part in starting, you know, something similar to that. And, you know, there's examples all over Britain of, you know, if if we don't want to trust owners, fair enough. But, you know, our fan base is, you know, in truth, we got a lot of wealthy fans, you know, Elton John, people like that who would... Okay, if they don't want to take an ownership, but well, they could, you know, definitely help in fan ownership. That's definitely a way to go. Super so, stuff, super stuff.
5: Yes, with Hearts, it was the Lithuanian chap, wasn't it? bought was it? Was he Lithuanian? Yeah, yeah.
7: He was the owner, and
5: then, yeah, it went a bit squirrely. Yeah, absolutely. yeah. So,
7: uh, so he's now living in a submarine in the Arctic. So I don't think he's the best example <laughs> of what an owner can be. <laughs>
5: Oh, there we go, everybody. There's the random statement of the week. We yeah. wondered where it was going to come from. So, Jack, okay. is this your first call in? I get a feeling yes. it probably is. Superb call, sir. Thank you. And so, and thank you to everybody who's called in. Brilliant stuff. You know, the the thing that makes this genuinely, even when we've just been gubbed by two teams in in four days who we've spoken to the supporters of and who, who both went, oh, God, we're so fearful you're going to come and do us because we're just not really functioning properly. In fairness, I thought Swansea were really good and they'd started to get on a run. But is the fact that people come out with some great points, some great comments and some great humour, including those and especially the ones who criticise well, more, i just come up with. I think that's great stuff. Rob, Rob, sir, if you'd like to... Uh, uh, oh, there you go, he's already there. Rob, what are your Hold thoughts? Alan mate. And I'm like, yeah. Okay. Thank you very much.
8: I hope you're uh, good too. How are you yeah, after I'm that? Numb, really. I mean, I, I've I've kind of. I was fortunate enough to um, sort of be around the club during the pre-season. Um, my kids were in, invited unknowingly and ended up being part of a way kid kit um, launch at the training ground um, oh, nice. in July, I think. And mm-hmm. obviously, I got a chance to to meet birds and see Gino was hanging around, Gioretta was there, I think Scott was there as well, and just sort of get a feel for it. And I really bought in at that time to the, shall we call it, the the change that was being muted, patient approach. And although the results, you know, obviously weren't great under Rob, I, you know, it was nothing to me unexpected. And I, I was quite happy to have a season of Philippe, just find our natural position. At the end of the day, this squad is um, needs to find its natural position. Obviously, as 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 the uh, and, as, and then Rob got um I, I just you know I just sort of gave up really I, I mean I, I just completely lost interest the game since I wasn't able to go on on Wednesday I've got three season tickets with my um kids as well, it, nothing at the moment is unexpected um to me the. Points I was going to make, most of which have been covered, so I'm not going to go over them, but I it's just to say that on the protests, I think obviously it's up to each individual to, to want to do what they feel they want to do, but I think the key, Absolutely. The key about Saturday's game against Norwich is that the sky cameras are there and I think if there's enough will, and even if it's a small group to start with, I think we've got you know enough connections within the fan group. You know Sam Uko's been sort of on Sky Sports News. We've got two journalists who follow the club in Adam and Toby. If if there was a, a an, an element that a protest could be held even outside the ground, um, however small, the cameras will be all over that, and it has to start somewhere. It starts small, and and then it obviously it. it slowly and slowly it'll get bigger and more fans fans from within the club will then maybe see that and think well actually you know that that not i want to be part of it but we should join in that that's maybe the way to go and i I think we have to use the media the journalists and obviously the times we're on television to try and boost um, ourselves or catapult ourselves and use those platforms because Clearly, we're going to be not going to be able to do this in the ground. Obviously, that was evident from last week when. You know, signs were taken away, etc., and that's what I keep hearing. So that's all I was going to say about that. The other thing I was that came up then, following the last caller, was that um, I thought it was a bit unfair that he targeted fan clubs. I think fan clubs have been set up. That's a particular part or of fan element that uh, that was set up, and they try and do it in the best intentions of the club. I think the statement he was referring to in terms of not wanting to affect the team. I think he meant I I read that statement as if to say well there's two elements you kind of want to You'd, ideally, you'd want to distinguish between targeting the owners and, and getting that message really strong without it trying to affect, obviously, what's going on on the pitch in terms of the players themselves. That's how I read that statement, and I and I thought I thought it was a bit unfair of the last caller to basically say, you know, that the responsibility effectively is on on these fan groups to to lead the charge. I mean, you, you know, there could be very viably another fan group within within us who are completely Pozo in. And, you know, that's what they believe in. And therefore, they'll do their own stuff. So I think it's for each individual to decide where their position is. And I I don't believe us as us fans, you know, me going every week to see the games, being not part or having not been part of any fan groups that have established for us not to either be part of that motion, either for or against or whatever you want to be vocal about, each individual one of us have a responsibility that if we have a belief either way, that we have to do our part and not just sit back and go well, I believe this, but you know that fan group should be leading the charge Yeah, it, yep. and and that's really no, important. no,
5: no. You, I, I, get your point, Rob. I, I, really do. I think it shouldn't be on any one individual because, as you said, what the, the thing that we need here is some some level of unity in terms of trying to, to to move this forward, and that's got to be down to the individual. And there will still be individuals. I mean, who will turn around and say no because I feel this is whatever reason for whatever reason because they remember prior to the pot because they remember what Petchy was like or whatever it is. It, this is the place where you come to say whatever it is you want to say and your your point is absolutely fairly formed. So well done. Thank you, Rob. I really appreciate the call, mate. That that's superb stuff. I, I, I think you know there's no suggestion here that i think that one group has to be responsible for everything here in the same way as when the the you know going back to the the supporters committee thing or whatever it was it's got it's got to be with everybody it's the reason why when we came on and we just started talking about it we thought well what what ways do we think we could do things what what, what do we think and stephen says you know go buy yourself a white t-shirt get a pen write on it do it we've had other suggestions we've had other people come back in and go no those aren't very good ideas that's great. Come back with, with with the other suggestions if you can. That will be superb. Rob, thank you very much indeed. A, a, a massive amount of respect for everybody who has travelled today, and is journeying back, or hopefully staying over and having a good night out. Because that's it, You probably bloody well need one.
2: Now
9: on the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, I'm Ashley Blaker, and I'm hosting a new season of the comedy panel show, Never Write Off the Germans, in partnership with my diesel claim. Join me and my esteemed comedy guests as we discuss all that's ridiculous with the greatest show on earth this winter in a host nation with domestic football, equivalent to the Isthmian League South. We'll guide you through the tournament covering everything that's funny with the countries taking part, whether you're a diehard fan... Or an occasional bandwagon jumper, just supporting your home nation until they're embarrassingly knocked out by Iran. Listen on the Sports Social Podcast Network, or wherever you get your podcasts. But remember, never write off the Germans.
5: Speaking of people who I, I believe were there today, Mr. Jason Rose, are you are you winding your way back from the game? Did you manage to to, to go? If you hit the mic button, you can uh, you can tell us what your thoughts. Can you are? hear me?
9: Can you hear me? We've got We've well, got welcome, you, we got you. welcome, to our three star beard and breakfast in Blackpool. Uh, it's uh, yeah, I'd be putting something on TripAdvisor very, very soon. Heartily uh, <laughs> recommend. It. It's marvellous. Um, it's it got one ruined really by ninety minutes of uh, the sham, shambles really that we saw again today. Um, I just really wanted to call. Um, there's some really good points, but I, I just wanted to. I'm sure, some of the guys have mentioned there was some chance in that. I just wanted to point out that. Sort of thing you're up against. So, there was a group of guys behind us. Probably, I don't know, 60 minutes in, started to pot so out chant, and and sections of what fans booed them. So, this is what you're up against. It's not a united front. Some people are still, you know, they're they're still hanging on to this, you know. And I, I'm I'm sort of, you know, I, I'm all for a bit of change because I think you know something's got to change because. It, it, it I think we've hit rock bottom I think this I mean you know I I, I predate all you fellas but you know I, I've I've seen this been rubbish the the 90s was the worst but this this weren't great I it, it and I and, um, Peter you're you're very very generous I'll say it for you mate the players didn't try so um <laughs> I, I, I'll say it for you because you're such a nice man you, you, and you were there
5: I wasn't mate. well so yeah
9: I, there, I there mean you know I, I think it's the same old thing I it reminds that, that I was standing there thinking, you know, that there's there's echoes of the Viali season about this, all, where that you've got a group of players who are um, highly paid, uh, not particularly motivated, don't particularly like, you know, couldn't give them stuff about Watford FC, um, and we, we are, we, it, it just feels there are echoes of it, you know, we, we you know, the, the the Patrick Blondos of this world, and oh, that's that's a name I never thought I wanted to ever mention again. God. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. You're yeah. Going back there, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you know, he was a, he was a classic. We, we used to take the Mickey out of him when he used to sort of give the old sign after 20 minutes, when he didn't fancy it. Well, there's a few of them out there today. that. I mean, Ishmael Assar, I mean, oh my days. I mean, you know, I think, you know, Gino clearly overpaid for this fella. I mean, he's a, he's a nice lad. I mean, he got us promoted. You could argue last time through sheer will, but he's a shadow of a player. I mean, my God. And then you've got left foot, Lenny in midfield. I mean, my God, dear me. They just, they just we're just so poor. We're just so poor. And it's, it, you know, I, was it, I, I can't remember the young lady that spoke earlier on and said, you know, we've got good players. That was Katie. God bless was, her. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, yeah, you're right. It may be on football manager, they're great players. But it's all about heart. They've got no heart, you know. And that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. it It's, it, you know, we, we got up promoted before. Because the players were willing to run through brick walls for us. you know. The other thing is, though, Jason,
3: that when we got promoted before, right? Now, I don't want to go on about the guy, but we had Troy Deeney involved. Yeah, yeah. He knew what it meant. Yeah. We haven't got someone like that anymore. Nah. We haven't got a Troy Deeney. Nah. We haven't got anybody that's connected, really, t- to what's happened before. With Watford FC, we haven't got anybody that's a cheerleader or a talisman. No. We've just got a lot of journeyman players that really don't care. They're picking up a salary. <clears throat> They've got some nice cars and a nice house. They don't really care no. about Watford football club. No, and
9: that's what i say There are echoes of the Viary season about it. You know, you you start to think back at, at where we were. You know, under that, and you know, the only shining lights in that particular season were some of the un- the younger lads. You know, Tommy Smith and you know um, some Robbo and. You know, they were the they one... all came through though didn't they they came through the academy. and they, they, and they, they were knew, players they, they were players that the fans could hang their hats on and go at least they care you look around that you know team today I, I'm, I struggle I struggle you know you know fair play the truce to come over and, and give one, uh, one of the supporters his shirt i mean he got it when he came over my god he got it the rest of them stayed a good 20 30 yards away um but you know none of them really seemed to give him monkeys you know and when serial went off i mean i mean he just yeah, i mean he you know he just couldn't give him monkey he didn't want to i mean that no. it's funny actually. i was walking out with one of my friends and he said it's surely that's another a sign of poor management when you've got a guy who's clearly struggling he managed eight minutes eight minutes and he's off he's gone you know and he's what are we doing you know we, we let you know young pollock who came on the other night I'm not saying he's the answer but you know, he made way for Siri out there on the bench, and he's come on and one one been turned inside out a couple of times and gone. No, not for me and gone. You know, I'm I'm just saying that it, it, it's just it's got a bit of a stink about it. And I say for those of us that remember the Viali years, yeah, and and that's the problem. There were some repercussions after that. But just look around that eleven, you know, or look around the squad and is there anybody really you can hang your hat on and go? Yeah, you know, he's a good lad. You know, and I think, I think. Um... If you if you look back to last season,
3: right? Um, there's a video uh, on on our uh, YouTube where I said to Carl, "I don't give a monkey's about any of these players. Yeah. I don't care about any of them." And I think I can't think of anybody now in the current squad that I actually really care about. If they left, it'd be heartbreaking. Yeah, I just can't think of any of them that I'm attached to. I don't feel attached to any of these players. No, I don't think any of them care.
9: No, jason no, no no totally i mean it's it's funny actually because um i listen to um uh Oh my word podcast which is very good if uh it talks about the 90s uh yeah about the fans were, very brilliant i highly recommend it but they talk about um there's one of the episodes they were talking about the you know the chance the play we used to have as fans for different players yep
3: can you think of any player we've got a chance no we now? ain't
9: not really you know they've all been bastardized or sort of you know there's, there's nothing fresh or new and that's the, well, and that and Pedro's is is, is um, got yeah,
3: yeah. We is. used to have, I mean, like if you look back to the 90s, we had one for Stevie Palmer, yeah, we had one for you know, Jono, even
9: Steve Cherry, even, even Steve, Steve Cherry had one, and he was he was terrible. He was he was fatter <laughs> than you and me, if you remember the chant. He was fatter than you and me, came from Knox County, Steve Cherry Cherry. But either, yeah, don't, you know, don't, don't don't include me in that
8: particular
9: sentence. Oh, bless so you. Why. No, no, but, you know, I just, I think, you know, it's just gone down, it's going down and down and down, and, and if, I don't know where, where we end up. I mean, everyone's said it before, you know, and we've had some really good calls. Um, Young young Aiden who just called, mate, go to your boss and see if you can get the loot and go, maybe cancel it. Maybe cancel your holiday. <laughs> yeah. uh, Double shift, you know, please, boss. Yeah. You know, <laughs> plead with your boss, maybe. Uh, you know, is there any overtime going or something? I don't know, but, uh, oh, I'll tell you. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I, just, I, just, um, I just wanted to chip in, uh, you know, there's fantastic calls tonight about the protests and that, and, and I get that, and I just uh, I did I did put on the wall about the, the hanky, to go finish off with that. It is yep. used in Europe. I don't know if anybody mentioned it, but it is used in yep. Europe a lot, yep. you know. I know yep. some people are going, yep. why are you waving a hanky? But they do that in Europe, and it's shown as a sign of dissatisfaction. And, you know, that, Dino that would probably out. understand that more than some, you know, singing "We want Potsu out" or you know, whatever. But yeah, I'm going for a curry now. Uh, go on, probably, go, uh, go. Enjoy, one, my friend. Found one on TripAdvisor, uh, so yeah, it should be good. the Don's all round. Have a good evening, everyone. Take care. Thank you very much indeed, Jason Rose. There, who's going
5: to try and make a make a weekend of it if he can, and try and uh, try and get something from it. That's very fair, and the, the fact that people are sitting there going, "No, we're supporting the ownership," there's nothing to be scoffed. at. that's that's their opinion. That's absolutely fine. This is Ronnie Rosenthal speaking, and you are listening to "Do Not Scratch Your Eyes." Uh, some comments on here. Uh, this was one from about an hour ago, so I imagine this was probably when I was talking about the stats. And uh, Ryan WFC says. Uh, we had five shots on target, FFS. Why do people lie? Um, and I'm, I don't know quite if that's into a, another thread or if that was me when I was talking about the stats earlier on when I said we'd had 10 shots, they'd had 18. Shots on target, indeed, five. But I was quoting the the total shots, which was 10 at the time. I don't know if, that, if he, he might not have even been talking to me about that. It doesn't matter. But uh, no intention to lie, I assure you there. Jack, who was talking about the white handkerchiefs, came up with a nice comment. He said, I'm with you now if you're referring to handkerchiefs with written messages. So you could have, like, a, I said a white a white handkerchief because that's exactly what they do in famously Spain, but also on other parts of the continent. But if it had Pozzo outwritten on it and you wave it and then at the end of 10 minutes or at the end of the game you drop it on the floor, they're going to be left with however many thousand things, messages, to uh, to, to, to pick up and take away. Trouble is and... Gino's not clearing up at the end of the,
3: the uh, match, Peter.
5: No, he's not. But the point is, is that it's a it's a peaceful way of making a potential protest if that's how people are feeling. And if they're not, they don't get on board. But as I said earlier on, it has to start somewhere if it's going to start at all. And, you know, for, for, for me, we've we've had so many people talk about what are we going to do? When are people going to do this? When are people going to do that? It's about having a crystallization of an idea that we might want to take forward. People don't want to do it. Don't do it. It's not a problem at all. Sean, Sean, Julie, we've been, you've been waiting so long. I do apologize, sir. Hit the mic button and let us know your thoughts on everything. Good, bad or indifferent?
0: Hello, mate. Are you there? Hello, mate. We're here. Well, this is, uh, I'm, I'm a bit of an imposter. I'm usually coming on as Charlie, but I'm afraid that uh, <laughs> it's all been a lie. That's my uh, little boy's handle. Oh,
3: we see.
0: He's had a lot of sense today. Um, he said, Dad, I'm not going all the way to Blackpool for that shit, so I'm going to Oxford v Wickham. So I packed him off and uh, he probably had a lot more sense. Boys, I've got some. I've bullet pointed some piece, uh, some bits, and um, away, I've been waiting away. for ages on the KFC uh, receipt. Uh, Ron, <laughs> I think it was Ron earlier on that was uh, nearly in tears talking about He was. Do you know what? Fair play to you, mate. And, um, and and a lot of people they're laughing. I said a couple of weeks ago, truist worst game he's ever had. years ago, he had a fantastic centre-back in Division 2, Aaron Pierre. Brilliant. Win everything, score your three or four goals from corners, but he can't play it out from the back. And that's why Wickham let him go. He can't play it out from the back. And that's what you need to do when you get through the ranks. Cabaselli, I said after the Stoke game, we sign players who have got a 10 out of 10 in one area. Well, Cabaselli can play the ball around, but he can't fucking defend. Mm Mm-hmm. And and Saar, you can say, you know, listen, all right, Saar's got some magic in him. He's got a ten out of ten pace. But I tell you what, there's a lot of threes in different areas.
3: He's um, he's the emperor's new clothes to me. I think Sa, I honestly think he is. I, I just don't, I just don't see what he's actually bringing to our team.
0: I'll tell you what he's bringing. He's he's bringing he's bringing exactly the same as someone like De La Feo would. He's bringing a nine out of ten one week, a ten out of ten the next, and then he gives you a load of threes for the next four or five and then he's injured for three or four, and that isn't going to get you up. You need a six and sevens in there to try and do something. Anyway, I'm also going to put my hands up. I'm one of these fans who's... uh, I've only been a Watford supporter for 10 years. My little boy started playing in the under-sixes. He wanted to come and watch, and so I did. My first game was with Zola, um, and it was actually Matty Vidra's first game back after a long injury. And Uh since since that point, we have put god fuck knows amount of money into this club i've been home i've been away i also have a season ticket at wickham wanderers because when the games don't clash and when i can't get to the watford game and believe me i went to 13 away games last year i go to watford Uh, i go sorry i go to wickham and if they aren't playing i go to cambridge united where i'm born and bred and i love football and if i can't go to any of them I'll go and watch Burnham, I'll go and watch Holmer Green, I'll go and watch anyone. I'm a fan of football, and I'm one of the supporters that actually this club needs to bring in, because we can Mm -hmm. talk about the old days as much as we want, and although we absolutely love everyone, once those people are gone, you need new people there. This club, and I'm going to be honest, your podcast is one of the reasons why I stay going, boys, because I think it's fantastic, I really do, but it's this community thing that the club is lacking all over the place. If you think if people think that the potzos are going to take any notice of you not buying a pie, forget it. Because that is it. All sounds great, but if 25% of our fans didn't go for the entire season, if we lost seven or eight thousand people off of our crowd, it's less than two million a year, boys. Well, that that, that that's, that's pocket change to giving it to that um, that bimbo who's uh, who's bringing in Oli Oliere or whatever his fucking name is. And and that's the difficulty. We need to show. In, 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 in terms of advertising. We need to wear those white T-shirts. It's easy, I I won't go into it too much, but I work in football policing, funnily enough. If you mm-hmm. want to take in as many fucking handkerchiefs as you want, you take them in. Everyone's allowed to wear a mask. You turn your blue mask inside out and hold it the, uh, the opposite way round, it's a white handkerchief. Oh. Right? It's, not, it's not difficult. They also, you can write on them, because, funnily enough, I just made a load of notes on one. It's not difficult. <laughs> I am going to promise you now, I am not going to go to another Watford game without a white T-shirt on saying something on the front of it. And I am going to do that because this is getting fucking stupid and they are throwing money around, our money around, and going into debt. Someone on Facebook the other day said, oh, but, but look at our stadium. Fuck it, the stadium's only worth what the land's worth. No one's going to buy the stadium off this. They don't give a fuck about the stadium. they knock it down. The players depreciate. And who's going to pay for what? There, do you know what I mean? We, you look, you look down. What's really, really demoralising is you look down that list, right? Wilmot scored today. Wilmot scored today. We fucking yeah. go. Oh, I mean, another man of the match performance during the week. Fucking Deany scored last week. People are, that we have just blown away that were already still here that actually might have might have cared, and we we, we just we just throwing away. I, I, had a, I had a dream the other night, right? I woke up. <laughs> Cat, right? <laughs> fucking, honestly, I had a dream Kath, Karp, and Dawson were playing centre-backs.
3: That's happened though, mate. That was a bit of a nightmare to be fair.
0: And do you know what? I would fucking break my arm now to get them both playing together. <laughs> well, are you well, telling it... me that Cathcart and Dawson are worse than Troost and Cabaselli?
3: I'm not telling you that, no. I'm not. Oh,
0: Jesus. honestly, can't believe it, can you? You just think you roll, roll, roll. I had to tell someone on Facebook the other day. Sorry, hold on a minute. What, what do you mean these glory days and we've had, and, and and this success that they bought us? We're lower in the league than the scum down the road. We 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 we're getting the same same fucking crowds, but we owe one hundred and sixty million more. I think we're bring actually back fucking, bring back fucking. Are we fucking not? Zola.
3: Are we not lower than we were when they took over? Or at the we're same? Lower than,
0: we're lower than when we took over. We're lower than before we started spending any money with fucking Zola. We are currently no, in twelfth. Well, we were, were we
5: finished eleventh under Sean Dyche. we've
0: well, we got we've got a lovely
5: stadium. What well, we have, but we're going to be paying for it forever. We do. We do. Anyway, Sh- boys, Charlie, so much. thank you, mate. Fantastic. It's passioned as always. Um, no. and always insightful no mate it's really really appreciated and thank you thank you very much for the very kind words the thing that makes this this podcast whatever it is is actually everybody who comes on and, and, and says things here uh and are impassioned and it doesn't matter whether you agree or disagree with us them each other whoever but just knowing how people are feeling dusty we're just going to come to you in in half a second sir. So, um if you hit your mic button and then, and then we'll, we'll we'll get you on um loads of uh, loads more, more more comments still there but lots of people sitting there we've got uh, International Hornets said, love it, 10,000 plus handkerchiefs at 10 minutes. Uh, WFC Moog said, feel like Bilic needs to carry the can. Time for a young British manager to... Oh, hold on a minute. Yeah, I like that a lot. Dusty, Dusty, thank you for waiting for so long. I do apologise. What, what, no what, worries, no your... would what... Oh yeah, no, we're, we're all. Oh, right. good, mate. This is always very therapeutic for us because we can't um, speak with everybody. But it's more importantly, sir. How are you after everything that's gone on today, this week, this month, this season?
4: Uh, yeah, no, it's been a, it's been, it's been a bit of a ride, is not it? Um, it's been a really frustrating day. Um, we're currently on the car on the way back from Blackpool, um, and yeah, it wasn't pleasant. Um, both the town and the club and the game, uh, all three, not very good. Um, <laughs> well done. <laughs> If if we if we keep to one thing,
5: it's that we're always disparaging about towns up in the north when we've lost games. Yeah, probably. yeah. Go, go
4: um, but uh, but yeah, no. I, th- I think I, I want to preface it by saying that you know I think that Twitter Spaces like this um, and having a platform for people to vent and having that cathartic experience is really important. Um, I think it's great that we've got this. So thank you for that. Pleasure, I, I do pleasure. think I I do think though that I think like most social medias, it it can become. bit of an echo chamber and i and i don't get and again i'll preface this again by saying that i I do agree i do think that the pozos are are massively mismanaging the club i think the the recruitment has been shocking it's been awful i don't think that they've they've been successful over the summer but i also think that we, we we go to these games we get angry we get upset we vent we go to these twitter spaces we say all the things that are going wrong and then we have that moment and then it simmers. And then it goes, and people calm down. And sometimes, you know, every other week we might get a new manager, we might win a game, and then everyone's happy, and then everyone's happy again. <laughs> every just, think, oh, way. it's fine. It's all. It's all better now. It's all going to change because Bilic just come in, and he's going to he's going to do everything fine. Um, and, and I just think that you know, I, I, I heard the thing about the, the handkerchiefs and stuff, and I think it. it I just I just don't think it will happen. And I'm not saying that from the point of view of I don't want it to happen. I just don't think it will because Dusty. I think we. Yeah, go on. What's your suggestion? How do we get our message across? <laughs> um, that's a, that's a really good question. I, I don't know the answer. I, I I'm not going to profess to having the answer. I do I do think that there needs to be some kind of movement. I think there needs to be some kind of protest. But and I think this this leads me to my other point is that I'm very much on board of the of Al and I don't I don't like the way he's running the club. Equally, I mean, a car with, with three other Watford fans who don't agree with that. And when we were in the in the stadium and, you know, and the booze were starting to ring out and people getting upset, everyone came together when it was directed at the players. But as soon as the chance started towards wanting Pozzo out, you the, the volume decreased to about 20% and people didn't join in with that. And people were turning around going, what? What, why would you sing that? So, and that brings me back to the whole thing about the echo chamber. Is that I think Twitter as a whole has moved towards the Pozzo outside, but I don't think it's a fair reflection of actually what's happening in the stadium. I think people are upset. Don't get me wrong, and people want something to change, but I don't think the Pozzo out sentiment is as strong inside the stadium, and I think that's a shame. Uh, but 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 people are entitled to their view. We we, yeah, we, yeah. we we
5: we tried to work. Uh, we've tried to work hard. Who am I kidding? We've said a lot. We've tried to make sure that this is a space where anybody can come and voice anything. Exactly to do what you said, which is to try and avoid this being an echo chamber in terms of that. But there's been over the last few weeks, there's been a number of discussions about it. Obviously, the tipping point wasn't actually this game. It wasn't even Wednesday's game. It was it was the Rob site, you know, the Rob sacking and what it talks to about our culture the uh, yeah. you know a lot of people have said well no it needs to be more it needs to be an angry statement or it needs to be this or it needs to be that my 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 thought when i was thinking about this uh, and i was the one who kind of suggested in the first place the the handkerchief it, it situation is that literally as paul turner said only a few minutes ago on the continent it is it is a this is unsatisfactory it's no more, it's no more stated than that, but it's one of these things that, that people do. And I, I gave the, for instance, of, you know, a few years ago when people started, you know, when the game was going well, they turned their, their camera light on and start waving it. And then somebody else did it. And then somebody else did it. And then somebody else did it. And if you do that with something like handkerchiefs or tissue, people tend to have those with them. And if they want to get involved and if they agree with it, they do. It also yeah. might give us it might give us a very visual opinion poll of the people who go, no, no, I'm not going to do that, because otherwise you're absolutely right. You do end up living in this online Twitter sphere and hear the people who want to come on and talk. We try to get all of the comments. And thank you so much to all of the people who've who've left messages, uh, etc. cetera, today. To try to get an understanding of how people are indeed feeling, but it would be an interesting one to see. But no, I get your point, and uh, and good luck all the way, uh, all the I'll, way I'll see
4: if, I'll see the if three I can people disagree cheer. with.
5: Well, I said it could be a issue. We said things could be written on the met, etc., and all of the above. But that's all good. But no, guys, all right, cheers, guys. Dusty, thank you for great, great call, please. Don't be a stranger. Come back again. I think that was your first call there, and really, really wanted to you. have as good a journey as you can have back with three people in the car voting democratically that you're wrong. Guys, we're going to bring it to a to a halt there as we're at the top of the hour. Thank you so. So much indeed for everybody, as always, who was called in. I appreciate we ended up talking a lot about what would a peaceful protest look like. But at some point, all of this discussion needs to either stop or it needs to crystallise. And if it does need to crystallise into something, as was said at the uh, when we did a Twitter spaces after Rob was let go, uh, a number of people suggested, well, don't put money in their pockets because that's the one thing that the club understand is, is, is money. That was the suggestion. People tonight have said that won't affect them because it doesn't make enough inroads into 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 the actual revenue that that comes into the club. Don't turn up. Well, anybody who was who was there on Wednesday will have will have seen an awful lot of seats empty. I appreciate it was a midweek game and uh, and it might be difficult for some people logistically to have got to, but there is certainly a groundswell within the club or within the supporter base which is feeling disenfranchised. We've spoken to a number of people who have uh, have foregone renewing their season tickets this year and people who are stating that, well, you know, if this stays as it is, this this could be the last because of a disassociation with the hierarchy and the way that the club is run. Whether or not you talk back to Graham Taylor's era or whether you talk back to any, any era or just principally how other clubs are run in other countries, or you talk about fan involvement or you talk about whatever it is, if you start to disassociate with with what is at the very heart of the club and it no longer represents you, you're going to stop going. You're going to stop investing both financially and emotionally. And we don't want that. We don't want that at all. So we'll, we'll see. We will see. Justin, uh, what are your thoughts uh, before we just close up.
3: Well, I just think that maybe um, we're quite a creative lot as football fans. Maybe we can um, create a chant or something. I don't know, but Peter, I'm just, I'm bored of it. I'm bored of it now. We need to, we need to make them – need to let them know that we're not happy with this, surely.
5: I think so, because for me, for one – oh, well done. Peter Joyless-Jones says, try white balloons. I like that. So people saying stay away from games, stop buying stuff from the club. All of these suggestions about, about what we could do. Damian Goodwin. I know Damian. Hello, Damian. Nice to see you there. I'm looking on the bright side. At least my kids know what it's like being a Watford fan, finally. I like that. I'm personally kind of getting to the point of being fed up of defending it to – other people, as I say, internally or mm. external or other fans in, in terms of the, the, the culture, the 4 nil result away at Stoke. obviously that was going to feel good. That was gonna feel good, but we ran you know a note on uh, on social media saying what is Slavin Bilic gonna do that Rob Edwards, Todson, Ranieri, Cisco, blah 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 didn't do. And a few people came back and said, You know, look, they'll organise them, they'll get them to play in a coherent shape, they'll get them to do this. But what we saw today were especially especially at the back of well, a lack of a lack of work rate in midfield, perhaps, but but also at the back, individual errors that have been pointed out. By others more so than me. I, I, I take absolutely no no credit in spotting this. Everybody's seen it for years. That <laughs> sorry, Peter Ryan says, "Wave ten pound notes, rogue, rogue agent like that a lot." Yeah, that that'll that'll get that'll get Mogi Byatt's attention like that. That these 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 defensive calamities come down to individual errors, which come down to recruitment fundamentally they come down to recruitment. Those guys who were saying, I don't think the Potts are going to do anything right this, this this transfer window, pointed to a whole host of players, and obviously everybody focused at the time because of Rob's preferred pattern of play on the right wing back. But there were a number of right wing backs who were available, who fitted the profile, who could come in on loan uh, into that play, and they just were, were, were passed up on. Um, instead, what we have is this strange situation with Mr. Gioretta Supposedly having left or being given his marching orders, and then a reversal of the decision, and and we turn back round. That is the culture. The culture and the blame does not sit with Slav and Bilic, even even with regards to the you know the, what, what we saw today. He's he's basically trying to make a silk purse. From from, from a, well, a cow's ear, I was going to use another part of the anatomy, but there we go. So it's difficult. It's tricky. I think the debate will carry on on social media, to, to handkerchief or not to handkerchief. Or maybe well, some that's people what I was, what I was going to
3: say, Pete. Should, should I put a thing out on Do Not Scratch Your Eyes about the handkerchiefs? What do you think?
5: Put a poll out, see what people think. My point would be is it it is to give a visual articulation to the directors that the fans are discontent from those people who are waving them. The people who choose not to wave them, fine. And if there's if there's a thousand people out of a an, a seventeen thousand crowd the other night, then you go, well, oh, fair enough. Democracy rules, and they're they're winning. If, however, on the the, the second game, and there's more people doing it you'll see that it's a groundswell and it will be something that is articulated. And the other things that people have suggested, the walking from the town, the protests outside, the ways of making this visible and taking it offline, which is still a reduced population who get to see this, who get to discuss it. As other people have said, some people just will just go to the game, they'll watch it and then they'll go home. And that will be the limit of their involvement. That's fine, because they won't see this. They won't see that there's a discussion about it. We shall see. Stephen Atkinson, uh, Atkinson mentioned, should we lose to Luton, and at the moment I expect us to, and the players don't at least show some fight on the pitch, as we fans need to make it very clear exactly what we think of them. Who knows? Maybe the uh, may- maybe the Luton game is coming at just the right point. Who knows? God. Who knows? We shall see. We shall see. Anyway, enough of this, uh, of this gnashing of teeth and-, and wailing from us all. Guys, it is Saturday night. Please go and have a lovely time. And, uh, and we will see you. My final note is going to be tomorrow afternoon at 2 o'clock, I will be at Grosvenor Vale in Rice Manor supporting a Watford team that do give a shit, do give of their best all the time. The women's team are really giving it a go this season. They And they are playing some fabulous football. If you are about at all and you are a season ticket holder, get down to Grosvenor Vale tomorrow for a 2 o'clock kickoff. It costs you a pound. That's it. And I, I, I can tell you now, the three home games, all of which I've attended, have been the three best games I have seen at home this season, undoubtedly. So uh, if, if you're of a mind to, get down and support the ladies. Guys, thank you so much indeed. Go and have a great Saturday evening, everybody. And thank you once again for all the calls, for all the contributions, for all the texts and for all the emails, whether you agree with us or not. It's lovely that you're here. Thanks, guys. See you soon. Come on, you on.
3: 5 years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first.
2: ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.
0: This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.